as a long-term investor, my task is to determine which companies are going to take us into the future and which companies are going to profit the most off of the change. What is the change? Well, first of all, the most important event that happened in my 77 years happened in March of 2020. And I think you know what I'm talking about. But that change is going to accelerate over the next 10 years. We'll have more change in the next 10 years than we did in the preceding 100. So as an investor, I need to interpret that and find the companies that are going to give me the biggest return on my investment. I believe there are four. And in this video, I want to share those four and substantiate the case why those four companies are where you need to put your money. And then I want to tell you where you need to invest it in what form? In a Roth IRA. That's what this video is all about. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. So if change is the driving force, I need to understand what is going to change. Well, the biggest developments are going to be in artificial intelligence, machine learning, and quantum computing. If I know that, I then need to say, how is that going to affect my world as I live in now? Well, there are four companies that have been developing the ability to take the data that they've been collecting over the last 40 years, plus the data of 2,000 years before that in analyzing it to help me have a better life. What might be a better life? A healthier life? A longer life? A more economic life? A more prosperous life? How will that data then be divided and sliced and uh, digested so that it will make my life better? It's going to be an extension of the digital revolution. So who are the four companies that have gotten us here to where we are now? Who are the four companies that have gathered all this data and then will present it back to me in a format that will make my life better? Well, it's Apple, Microsoft, Google, and Amazon. So if I will invest in those four companies, I should do all right. My question then comes is, will they continue to grow at the rate that they are? Well, I would ask you, let's don't look 20 years in advance, but let's just think in smaller segments. Are you going to continue to buy merchandise from Amazon? Are you going to continue to thus supply them with data that they can use in their future? Are they going to, are they in a position to grow their business as a result of money? Yeah, they got plenty of money. Of talent? Yes, they got plenty of talent. As a part of in innovation and technology? Yes, they are. Is Apple going to grow? Yes, they are. I keep going back to Tim Cook's statement of January in 2019 when Jim Cramer asked him, what is going to be the biggest contribution to the world from Apple if I go out to 2035 and Tim Cook said healthcare. Well, I think I said the most important element that I think is going to happen in the future is longer life, elimination of disease. I've talked about this many times. Let's talk about Google then. Are you going to continue to use Google search? Are you going to continue to watch YouTube? What would have to happen for Google to be replaced? Is it going to be Firefox or, 
or uh, Microsoft's version of uh, Windows Explorer? I don't think so. So what would take Google out of a position so that they are not going to be uh, gathering data as they have in the past. Are they into artificial intelligence? Look up the words deep mind and you will find that Google is a leader in artificial intelligence. So we've got Amazon, we've got Apple, we've got Google. How about Microsoft? Microsoft is the the Google to the business world. They are the second gatherers of data, mostly in the B2B field. Is that going to grow or is something going to happen to basically put them out of business? Do they have a wide enough moat around them? Do they have enough money to grow? Yes, they do. Let's talk about quantum computers. Who owns the quantum computers? Google it. You'll find out. It's Amazon. It's Microsoft. And it's Apple. So are they going to grow in the quantum computing field? Of course they are. And so with that, who is developing the chips? Who is asking NVIDIA for a faster, more efficient, more a less heat-generated chip? Well, it's Amazon, Google, and, and Microsoft, and Apple. So if I can understand that these companies and their growth, and I can look back and start with their IP, and ask the question, what is their average annual growth since they IPO'd? And is that then a realistic number? If they've grown at, say, 20%, is it realistic then to say they will continue to grow for at 20% for the next five years? How about the next 10 years? How about the next 20 years? I don't know if 20 years, but I'm pretty confident if they've grown at 20% a year for the past uh, 40 years, that they'll continue to grow at that level. Because again, they are going to be the leaders in artificial intelligence, machine learning and quantum computing. So if I believe that, and then I can go back in history and see exactly what their average rate of return has been since IPO, and then plug those numbers in for the next 10 or 20 years, can I come up with a realistic projection as to what I might be able to expect on a return on investment? And then if I can set up a buy-in plan, or maybe I have enough money right now that I can and make a major purchase as they are down right now and buy into those companies? Or can I set up an investment plan if I'm a younger investor to put, say, $6,000 a month, which is what an IRA is allowed, what a person is allowed to put in for an IRA, whether it's a conventional IRA or a Roth IRA? Is it realistic to say, if I could do that, and 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 let's say I'm I'm 20 years 25 years old. If I could do that for the next 20 years, and these four companies could get the same rate of return that they have since their IPO, would it be realistic for me to project out if I'm 25 now what my portfolio would be worth if I owned only those four stocks over the next 10, 20 years. If I'm 45, could I do the same thing? Yes, I think I can. Well, then let's create an Excel spreadsheet 
Let's gather the data to find out what those four companies have yielded on an annual rate of return since their IPO, and let's project out and see what a $6,000 investment for the next in, into those four companies, that would work out to be $1,500 per company per year, what would it, what would, uh, could I reasonably expect to have? Let's go to my computer, let's build that Excel spreadsheet, and let's see what we come up with. Okay, here's my spreadsheet. I call it, title it The Digital Revolution, and it tracks Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google. Then I've started that in the year they IPO'd, and what I've done is researched and found their rate of return each year since their IPO. You'll notice I've highlighted uh, the 2000 dot uh, com bubble, the 2008 uh, subprime crisis, to give you some representation. Then I did basically the same thing on Microsoft. I found out what their annual rate of return was each year, did the same thing on Amazon. And I want to point out that all of these stocks suffered the same kind of um, fallback that they did that they are currently, 80% on um, Amazon in 2000, followed by a 30% drop in 2001. And then I've done the same thing on Google. So I've tracked them since their IPO. What I then did was bring it all the way up to where it is today. Down Apple's down 11% thus far this year. And I've got two numbers there. One is the the 35% represents the average rate of return since 1982. The one in green represents their average rate of return since 2008. So the, there's a difference. In both in all cases I'm going to use the smaller number for my projections in the future. That particularly plays out with Amazon. As you can see, if I use their full uh, history, it's an average rate of return of 75%. I don't think that's realistic, so I went with this, the 45%, which is their average rate of return since 2009. So that's how I, I, I built the chart. And as I say, I did it for all of them. Uh, then what I did was say, okay, now we're at 2023. Call it today. And Amazon or Apple had a average return of 35%. So I've projected that out that they will have some years that they'll do 46 and they'll do some that they do a minus seven. But I think it's realistic to say, again, because of the moat that I believe Apple has built around them, that they will repeat that for 10 years, maybe 20 years. You'll see my chart actually goes to 20. I did the same thing here for Microsoft 33. Uh, I used the smaller number for uh, um, Amazon of 45 and 25 for Google. Then what I did was say, I'm going to put this into a Roth IRA. And I'll show you uh, why I've chosen a Roth IRA. You're allowed to put $6,000 a year into a Roth IRA um, of earned income. So you have to have earned income. And, uh, it, and, and so I'm putting 1500 in each stock 
four, which totals the $6,000. Then I take the growth factor and I add another $1,500 on each of the stocks and I project it out for 20 years. And as then what I did was say, okay, let's look at if, if I only did it for 10 years, so I'm 55 and I do this for 10 years, what am I going to have if my projections are, are, are accurate? I'm going to have $647,379 if my projections are accurate. What if I'm, um, I, I do it for 20 years? I'm 45 or I'm 25 and I do it for 20 years. That number works out to be $18,188,000. So is, is, that, is that a good deal? Yes, that is a good deal. Uh, and again, I want to emphasize it's a, a magnificent deal if that $18,188,000 is tax-free money because it's in a Roth IRA, not a conventional IRA. I will share all this information with you um, through a link that I'll put on in the description, as well as some other long-term investment information that I think is, imp is pertinent. But I want you just to understand, investing doesn't have to be that complicated. It's a matter of time, an average return on investment, and then finding the companies that you're confident will give you an average return on investment. How do you do that? Go back to their past history. Do they have a moat around them? Are they going to be replaced? Is Apple, um, uh, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google going to be replaced? I don't think so. So I'm confident when I say, I believe if I can live till 2043 and I put 1500 into each one of them each year, that I'll end up with $18 million. I'm confident of that, unless somebody replaces them. And then if I'm paying attention and someone replaces them in 2032, I just replace them in my portfolio and continue to dollar cost average my 1500 into my Roth IRA. So let's look a little more in depth at the Roth IRA. A Roth IRA first became available in 1998. Uh, I, being a little bit older than most, uh, I didn't have a Roth IRA. I have a conventional IRA. So when I have to take my required minimum distribution out of my conventional IRA, I have to pay income tax on it. I put the money in. I got a tax deduction or I got an income deduction, which reduced my taxes in the years that I put my 6000 into my RRA and 6000 into Nita's, but I didn't have the Roth. I, I, I have to be honest, uh, I could have gotten it in 1998, but I didn't. Um, so I have to pay taxes on my 
distributions and my required minimum distributions. I'm in a 30% tax bracket. So of the growth in there, if I take out $50,000, I have to pay a third of it in income taxes. If it had been in a Roth IRA, I would have not gotten my deduction on the 6000 when I made the contribution, but today when I take my 50000 out, I get the full fifty with no income tax liability, neither state nor local or, or um, uh, federal. So this is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer, really, no matter how old you are. So what I did was I created another Excel spreadsheet. I love Excel spreadsheets. If you don't know how to do it, it is a window into the future. You can put down any basic premise and say, if this happens and this happens, what would then happen next? So I want to share this, this uh, Excel spreadsheet with you as well. And again, in the description, there'll be a link, and I'll send you both, both of them, along with some other real important information. So what I did here was basically give you different ages at where, when you started it, and then I gave you the return on the S&P 500, which is 7%, um, the NASDAQ, which is 13 and then I, I said, basically, if you were a little bit more aggressive, that it might be 20. But as as I said, and you just saw, if you put it into the four stocks, I believe you should. Uh, you're going to you're going to ex exceed the the twenty uh, percent. But again, this will give you what I really want this to do is give you motivation to say, yeah, I'm this age, and uh, if if I do this, if I commit to this. What whatever if, if I'm just conservative and I just put it in the in an S and P 500 index fund, this is what I'll end up with. But if I'm more aggressive, and then if I'm even more aggressive, and I believe what Kerry is saying that if I'll invest in Apple, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft, I'll even exceed this 20% number. I don't think it can go wrong. I really don't. And, and again, let's assume. And then, and I, I'll use the example. I used to work for Polaroid, a magnificent company, um, and 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 a growing company. But they didn't change. They didn't change with the change in photography. The same thing with Eastman Kodak. Could that happen to Microsoft and and Google and Apple and Amazon? Yeah, of course it could. But is it likely? I don't think so. I hope the, the CEOs of those four companies learn from the mistakes of a Polaroid and, and Google and, and Sears Roebuck and Xerox, and, and, and the list is long. And I hope you learned from it, and you, you build your, your portfolio, and, and you follow it. One of the things I've just recently done was... Um, put my portfolio on my phone. And I did it by putting, by getting a mobile app. I got it through Moomoo. And, and I'll put a link to that also in the description because Moomoo will incentivize you. They will give you a reason to move some money into them. And that's called free stocks. Right now they're offering 10 free stocks with a deposit of up of $2,000, uh, less for less deposit. But look into it. What I like about it 
is I, I don't spend my every minute looking at my portfolio on my desktop. So I'm out to lunch, and I want to see what the stock market is doing. I have a mobile app on Moomoo, and I just open it up, and it tells me exactly what the market is doing. And I have a watch list in there, and it represents my portfolio that I have at Schwab and E-Trade. And I have some small stocks here, the ones they gave me, plus some others that I've contributed to. And Moomoo gives me the ability to stay attuned to what's going on. So carrying it to our, our analogy here, I can watch Amazon on a daily basis. I can watch Google. I can watch Microsoft. I can watch Apple. And then I can click on them and uh, it will give me the chart on them. And then I can click up here and it will give me any news on them. And I can keep up. I can read while I'm on a subway or whatever. We don't have subways here in Birmingham. Uh, or, but I can stay attuned to the market and I don't have to have my desktop. So look into Moomoo, get your free stocks, and then set up, sign up for their referral program so that when you refer a friend, um, like your spouse, uh, you get even more free stocks. So look at it. I think it's a good deal. You, they don't have the ability for you to do a Roth IRA there. Uh, I'm searching for another one. Robinhood has that ability, but Robinhood, I need to explore a little further. And what I like to do is experience what I might recommend to you, and I will do that. So that's my take on a no-brainer. A no-brainer on how you can become a multimillionaire, and 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 trust me, uh, that's that's the that's the goal of this channel. Number one, to help you make better investment decisions, and I just think I gave you a better investment decision. The four stocks, then to keep more of what you make, and that is by learning your tax code. And I think I just fulfilled that promise. Okay, because. A Roth IRA will get you to keep more of what you make. And then third is to build a legacy, to build enough money that you make a difference in your children's and your grandchildren's lives. And as I just showed you, if you'll do this and it works the way I project it, you're going to have $18 million. Well, the government right now says that I can pass, I believe it's 12,200, no, 12,250,000 onto my heirs. Why not do it, okay? Why not set that as a goal and make a difference in, in your children's lives, uh, in your grandchildren's lives? And then we'll teach you more about how to set up some generation-skipping trusts. And it, 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 There's all kinds of ways that rich people beat the tax game. And I'll teach you that. I'm a retired financial advisor. That was, that's what I did for a living. That's what I enjoyed doing. Uh, I, I remember I had a couple come in and say, I'm not leaving anything to my kids. They're spendthrifts. They aren't going to save my money. I'm going to leave it to my grandkids. And I said, Who, who's teaching your grandkids how to spend money? Their parents, your children. But We'll do whatever you want to do. That's what this web, this uh, YouTube channel is all about. It's not about the day-to-day -day investment markets. It's not about 
what's going to happen. It's using your knowledge and your experience. Go into the description and find the books I think you should read. Go to my website, Best of Us Investors. Find your way to our Discord where we, we talk. In fact, this afternoon, I'm fil filming this video on Friday. At 3 o'clock, we'll have our stock talk. It's a Zoom call where I invite people in to ask me questions, to share their knowledge, and we both grow, we all grow as a community. We, we share our knowledge. We don't play this game as an individual. It's a team sport. Talk to you again tomorrow.